This is day 103 of our daily Bible reading. We will be completing Psalm chapter 33 through 37. Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the peace that is beyond all understanding. Thank you for the glory and the majesty that you present to us in our lives that is so apparent in your creation, Lord, that we just need to look upon the world around us and look at the intricacies of it and just understand that you crafted all things by your hand. By your word, all things came into being. And we are so insignificant, Lord, in the grand scheme of things, but yet you have given us a purpose, you've given us value, you've given us a reason to exist. We thank you for the opportunity to use it for your glory. Please bless the reading of your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Sing for joy in the Lord, O you his righteous ones. Praise is becoming to the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Sing praises to him with a harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea together as a heap. He lays up the deeps in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord nullifies the counsel of the nations. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plan of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From his dwelling place he looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all, he who understands all their works. The king is not saved by a mighty army. A warrior is not delivered by great strength. A horse is a false hope for victory, nor does it deliver anyone by its great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope for his loving kindness, to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart rejoices in him because we trust in his holy name. Let your loving kindness, O Lord, be upon us, according as we have hoped in you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. 
This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O oh, fear the Lord, you his saints, for to those who fear him there is no want. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they who seek the Lord shall not be in want of any good thing. Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves length of days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Contend, O Lord, with those who contend with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of buckler and shield, and rise up for my help. Draw also the spear and the battle axe to meet those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be ashamed and dishonored who seek my life. Let those be turned back and humiliated who devise evil against me. Let them be like chaff before the wind, with the angel of the Lord driving them on. Let their way be dark and slippery, with the angel of the Lord pursuing them. For without cause they hid their net for me. Without cause they dug a pit for my soul. Let destruction come upon him unawares, and let the net which he hid catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my soul shall rejoice in the Lord, it shall exult in his salvation. All my bones will say, Lord, who is like you? Who delivers out the afflicted from him who is too strong for him, and the afflicted and the needy from him who robs him? Malicious witnesses rise up. They ask me of things that I do not know. They repay me evil for good, to the bereavement of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer kept returning to my bosom. I went about as though it were my friend or brother. I bowed down mourning as one who sorrows for a mother. 
but at my stumbling they rejoiced and gathered themselves together. The smiters whom I did not know gathered together against me. They slandered me without ceasing. Like godless jesters at a feast, they gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue my soul from their ravages, my only life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you among a mighty throng. Do not let those who are wrongfully my enemies rejoice over me, nor let those who hate me without cause wink maliciously. For they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful words against those who are quiet in the land. They opened their mouth wide against me. They said, Aha! Aha! Our eyes have seen it. You have seen it, O Lord. Do not keep silent. O Lord, do not be far from me. Stir yourself up and awake to my right and to my cause, my Lord and my God. Judge me, O Lord my God, according to your righteousness, and do not let them rejoice over me. Do not let them say in their heart, Aha! Our desire! Do not let them say, We have swallowed him up. Let those be ashamed and humiliated altogether who rejoice at my distress. Let those be clothed with shame and dishonor who magnify themselves over me. Let them shout for joy and rejoice who favor my vindication. And let them say continually, The Lord be magnified who delights in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall declare your righteousness and your praise all day long. Transgression speaks to the ungodly within his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for it flatters him in his own eyes concerning the discovery of his iniquity and the hatred of it. The words of his mouth are wickedness and deceit. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. He plans wickedness upon his bed. He sets himself on a path that is not good. He does not despise evil. Your loving kindness, O Lord, extends to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like a great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God! And the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of the abundance of your house, and you gave them to drink of the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Oh, continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of pride come upon me, and let not the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the doers of iniquity have fallen. They have been thrust down and cannot rise. Do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers, for they will 
wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evildoing. For evildoers will be cut off. But those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked man will be no more. And you will look carefully for his place, and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land, and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow, to cast down the afflicted and the needy, to slay those who are upright in conduct. Their sword will enter their own heart, and their bows will be broken. Better is the little of the righteous than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord sustains the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their inheritance will be forever. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil, and in the days of famine they will have abundance. But the wicked will perish. And the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not pay back, but the righteous is gracious and gives. For those blessed by him will inherit the land, but those cursed by him will be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord and he delights in his way. When he falls, he will not be hurled headlong, because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, or his descendants begging bread. All day long he is gracious and lends, and his descendants are a blessing. Depart from evil, and do good, so you will abide forever. For the Lord loves justice, and he does not forsake his godly ones. They are preserved forever, but the descendants of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked spies upon the righteous and seeks to kill him. 
the Lord will not leave him in his hand, or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent man spreading himself like a luxuriant tree in its native soil. Then he passed away, and lo, he was no more. I sought for him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man, and behold the upright, for the man of peace will have a posterity. But transgressors will be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked will be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them, because they take refuge in him. All right, this is great reading again today. Some of this is familiar to me, and I remember him fondly when I read these in the past. But did you happen to notice in today's readings, all five of them being from David, did you happen to see that there's a reoccurring theme in each of these? And I hope we do, because the message is the same. You're going to see this message throughout the Bible, that the order of things in which we're supposed to be doing are really not that complicated, and they are repeated over and over and over and over and over intentionally. It's because not only do we as human beings just need confidence as well as assurance that these things are so, the Bible repeats itself over and over in order to get through our thick skulls that God is righteous and he does not abandon us, right? We see that in the readings today. And he calls us multiple times to come to him, come to him and learn how to fear him. Because those who are blessed by God will prosper and the wicked will perish. And we see this repeated over and over and over in all of these different psalms. That the Lord loves people who obey him and that are righteous and faithful to him. Because the Lord is the one who's in charge of everything. He is sovereign over everything. And there's nothing that we have to worry about. Everything is going according to his will. We tend to worry so much about the world around us and how justice seems to be perverted and nothing's fair, right? And we also worry about the people around us who get away with it. And yet God is calling us to remember that taste and see that the Lord is good. How blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. For those who fear him, there is no want. Most of what there is to talk about today really has already been said, and I can't say it any better than God can. So the themes are very clear and stand out as to where the Lord is and how he responds to things. Those In those ways, God is very predictable. And that is 
confidence for us, because if we know God is predictable in a certain way, we know the outcome that will be presented at the end, right? If we know that it says here that if we fear the Lord, we will do well, that's pretty confident that if we do well, something will happen, right? The same thing with those who pervert justice, the evildoers in the world, they will get what's coming to them. God will exact his judgment and his vengeance upon them. And if we trust God can do that, we have nothing to worry about. Our timetable for things to get done is different from God's. And so we tend to think that God is slow or he's not looking at these things, but he's aware. It's just not when we want it. And that's what's important to remember. God's timetable is very different from us. If you look at the history of Israel that we just read, right? For example, the kings. From the beginning of the division of the nation of Israel, when we have the northern kingdom of Israel and the southern kingdom of Judah, the very first king of Israel was Jeroboam, right? And he was an evil king. He established several things that carried on through the entire line of kings after him. Not a single good king came out of Israel, despite the prophets, because you have Elijah and you have Elisha, being one of the greatest prophets of those days. They were prophets of Israel. They were not prophets of Judah. They were prophets of Israel, trying to get them to repent and to change their ways. But it makes you wonder, because if God does not tolerate evil, especially in his kings, right? Why is it that it took him so long to exile Israel? Well, in my estimation, based on what we've studied, think about when Elijah challenged the prophets of Baal on the top of the mountain, right? He ran away from Jezebel shortly thereafter, right? And because he was worried that he was the last one, that he was the last prophet of Israel. But God shows him later when he ran to Mount Sinai that, no, you need to go back and do what I have you do. I will leave 7,000 faithful in Israel. You're not the only one, Elijah. There are 7,000 people who have not bent the knee to Baal. You're not alone. But what I'm thinking is, is that after this time, over the course of the generations afterwards, that number of 7,000 righteous started to drop to the point where there were no one left in the nation who were good. Kind of like you think of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? You think of Abraham petitioning with God, Lord, if there's 20 people, spare the city. If there's 10, spare the city. And God worked with him on that and said, you know what? Okay, if there's 10, I will spare the city. There weren't even 10. We see this pattern with God that when all righteousness has been extinguished from a nation, that's when he takes action and delivers judgment upon them. We're seeing this in the United States. Why hasn't he wiped us out yet? I think because there's still righteous people here. That's why we haven't been utterly extinguished and exterminated. 
but the Lord is righteous. And we have nothing to fear because God is in control. He has always been in control. We just need to give him the control that is already his to surrender to that will, right? So don't worry about anything. Not to mention, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted, like we read. He saves those who are crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. And this is something that carries on to the New Testament, right? A lot of this understanding is New Testament stuff. You will be persecuted if you're doing God's will. You will go through trouble. You will have hardships in the name of Christ. But the Lord will deliver you out of them all. So we see these reoccurring themes throughout all these different psalms. Psalm 37 being the clearest of all. Do not fret because of evildoers. Do not be envious toward them. They're going to wither like the grass. They're going to fade and no one's going to remember them. But you need you need to trust in the Lord and do good. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. How many promises there were in this psalm? That is a promise. If you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. Now to be clear... That doesn't mean I want a Maserati, I want a huge house, I want a, a yacht, you know, all that stuff. Well, that, maybe he'll give you that. But what he's talking about is what your real goals are, what your passions are, the things that align with God's will. He will give you those things if they align with his will. If they don't, he won't give it to you. But you will lack nothing and you will be content in him. And that is important. Trust in him. Commit your way to the Lord and he will do it. God is promising us right here that he will do it. But we need to give him everything. And we tend to forget that. You got to give him everything. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Again, timetable is different. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Don't be bitter. Don't try to take your own vengeance. Let God take care of it. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing moving forward. I don't know what my goals are supposed to be. I don't know what path I'm supposed to take. Well, it says here in verse 23, The steps of the man are established by the Lord, and he delights in his way, if you're doing the Lord's will. When he falls, when you mess up, he will not be hurled headlong. He will not go way off track because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. He holds your hand through the whole process. But you need to let God take your hand and carry you along. We need to know who the Lord is and be reminded of that as we go on through our days because he is always for us and we need to be for him. And that's usually the disconnect. We are not for him. So make that decision today. And let us just enjoy him in the Psalms. These are so glorious to read. But that's all that I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan. And we'll see you next time. Take care and God bless you.